0: Everyone and welcome to episode 229 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt.
1: Yes, hello. Uh,
0: and it has been two weeks now, so I played a lot of video games, and I might have unpopular opinions about one of them. So.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. we'll,
0: we'll get to that. We'll get to that afterwards. Okay. After when we get to that point, but I f- have a feeling that it'll be like that meme where. It'll be like, and Jesus spoke, and the people rejected him. I feel like it could be like that.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: So, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, I we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, but the main news thing that happened was the impromptu Nintendo Direct uh, that happened a, a two-ish weeks ago. Um, Nintendo basically just said, hey, are you guys ready for a Nintendo Direct tomorrow? and uh i said yes yes i am um did you watch this uh did you
1: watch it or did you just pick out key things i i i basically watched it and then if i if it didn't look like it would interest me i just kind of skipped through the trailer so but i I watched what i was interested in
0: yeah so i watched it live and it's one Mm. of those things where like The things that I liked, I really liked, but then there was so much weird bullshit that I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, why is this here? There was like a pigeon themed rhythm game. And I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) There were a couple other ones where I was just like, we didn't have enough to fill a hole direct guys. Like we're, (laughs) we're really struggling out here. Um, but the, the games that they did show, especially Nintendo games, I think looked really good. Um, the first thing they showed, they opened with the Scarlet and Violet DLC. Uh They still didn't give release dates, but they did say that part one will come out in the fall and part two in the winter. So they're really pushing to like have that content out.
1: Um Can you know, talk you know, about how like, shocking it was that I was shocked to see this here? Were you really? Yeah, because like it, it, Pokemon always has its own direct.
0: Well, that's true, but this is that—that's another thing where I feel like Nintendo didn't have enough. They felt
1: like to fill this whole thing, I, I, or something. I, I... That makes sense because like you just never because Pokemon always has their own direct like you never see Pokemon at like just normal Nintendo directs anymore. Yeah, and it was like a weirdly more in-depth look
0: than I would have ever like expected from a non-Pokemon thing. Like, I I mean, like the whole first part is about like a Japanese style, uh, like festival, like summer festival. And I think that place looks really cool. I'm excited to see that. And then the second one, you go on a weird like study abroad trip to this other f- weird pokemon master school but yeah they they went into a little bit of depth about like what the settings and characters are like in those and i, I think they look neat i will play those because i like scarlet and violet um so they did that and then they they moved on to the sequel to detective pikachu which was announced like years ago uh that comes out october 6th I watched the film Detective Pikachu again yesterday. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That first game is apparently pretty fun. Uh, You never played it? No, I I don't remember who I was talking about this with, but I remember when they first announced Detective Pikachu 2, they didn't say anything about it, except for the fact that it was going to be on Switch and that there was also going to be a Switch remaster of Detective Pikachu. And I don't
1: think that ever came out. Uh, Probably not. If it did, I missed it. So I I don't know. There was not voice acting in the three. There sure was. There was? Yeah. How terrible was that through those speakers?
0: Uh, I mean, probably awful, but uh, Pikachu sounds pretty close to the Danny DeVito I always dreamed of. He's like an old gruff smoker type. I, so know that... it's like,
1: I don't know if I could play this game and take it seriously. Nah, dog, nah, that that's always... the best <laughs> fucking part.
0: That's why I was so disappointed when they're like, yeah, we got Ryan Reynolds through the movie. I was like, no, 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 no. Danny DeVito is the correct choice for this <laughs> film because that's what the game had uh and yeah this is it's that guy So it's you know it sounds really weird (laughs) okay yeah the detective pikachu one did not come out on the switch when i search it the only thing i can find is the sequel uh
1: unless they're planning on just maybe like releasing that I guess just surprise release because Nintendo does that sometimes too. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't don't like
0: I'm never going to bust out my 3DS again. It
1: hurts my hands so bad. So like, I'm
0: never going to. No, I'm never touching back and play that. So
1: that's why they need to bring uh, uh, not a link to the past, a link between worlds. worlds. Yeah, they need to bring that to the switch.
0: They do. They should bring most things to the switch, I think um so yeah, it started with that pokemon block and then i lost my goddamn mind i was literally on twitter the day before because for some reason super mario rpg was trending because uh some leaker said that a prominent super nintendo game was remake was going to be announced and now me being a normal person was like, oh, it's the Fire Emblem 4 remake, because that was a SNES game, and also, like, apparently it's been done for, like, two years or whatever, and Nintendo just keeps not announcing it. Uh, and people were like, yeah, it's Chrono Trigger, it's Super Mario RPG, and I was like, why the fuck would it be either of those? Mm-hmm. Like, are we just pulling that out of our ass? And then... It showed the intro to Super Mario RPG and I was like, oh, it's coming out maybe on the virtual console. And then it became redone and I, (laughs) my brain exploded. It is a full ass remake of Super Mario RPG that is coming out on November 17th, which is crazy. And I think the wildest part about it is it like uh, Super Mario RPG had a really unique look because it was like doing the same thing donkey kong country did on this nest, where it's like pseudo 3d um and like they looked weirdly 3d but also kind of like clay animation and this remake looks like it captures that art style to still make it fun and unique uh and like it has the sound effects yoko shimamura the original composer she is back and did uh remasters slash reimaginings of those tracks. And they all sound sick in that trailer, but it like, it shows all the key scenes of super Mario RPG, uh, in that trailer. not all, but most of them. Um, and I think that's really wild. Uh, and I'm very excited for that. And I'm very excited that now people will be able to play that game. If they don't want to go back and like do an emulator
1: or play, you know, a SNES game, they can do that in a fun way. So many more people are gonna get exposed to this game because I bet there's a ton of people out there who just didn't even know this thing existed. Yeah, uh, I that's uh, probably true. Who's your favorite character in this? What's my favorite character is Gino. Gino. Do you realize more people are gonna play this? Maybe maybe Gino's gonna get in Mario Kart or something now. Yeah, huh? they're gonna
0: bring it back Smash DLC just for this.
1: just, just for Dino Gino.
0: I just thought yeah. it was really funny because Gino and Mallow are the two the party members in this game that i never came back in anything else ever and they're both great and now people can see that um so far with the footage they showed it looks like a pretty one-to-one remake the only thing that looks different is there is like a circular meter on the left side that is counting up to 100 that's not in the original game um so i don't know what that'll be i'm sure they'll have more marketing for this as it gets closer uh, and then after the Super Mario RPG remake, they kind of just were like, hey, we're developing a new Princess Peach game
1: for the Switch with no info or context at yeah. all. I, which I've been saying I want a Peach game forever. Just because well, yeah, I, I want to see what like Nintendo like what they will do. And I guess we're still going to have to wait, but I'm excited that they're actually doing this. No, yeah, I'm
0: excited. And as long as they don't do her dirty like they right. did with her DS game like i man that game is cool but really your first game with a playable woman character her power is her emotions like fuck off with that nintendo i like couldn't believe that that was the thing and that game is apparently very good though and also costs like a trillion dollars uh if you wanted to
1: purchase super princess peach but yeah i'll play a new princess peach game that's my girl I- I don't want to say I'm definitely going to play it, but I I just want to know what it is. You know, I'm excited. Is it going to just be a 3d platformer or is it going to be a 2d platformer? Like what is it going to be?
0: I think it's going to be 2d. I hope so. Like if the footage they showed was the game in an early stage, it looks like it's a side scroller.
1: I would. I'm thinking that too. Uh, But what's going to be, is it just going to be like a, another Yoshi type Mm. thing? It will be another Kirby or will it be a little bit harder? I mean, you know, I have a feeling with her umbrella, it might be a little easier because you can kind of float. Yeah. Uh, but but I mean, we'll have to kind of wait and see. Yeah. Um, so they did threw that off real quick, which was like weird. It must be yes. super early in
0: development for them to like not even talk about the game and also not give a release
1: year window. Anything. I think it also shows how little they had for this. Oh, yeah.
0: And then they were like, hey, dog, remember how Manny and Matt were talking about how they never want to pick up a fucking 3DS again? Guess what? We're putting Luigi's Mansion 2 on the Switch Remastered. You, too, can play as Luigi going three frames a second, (laughs) as they showed in this trailer. I hope that gets tuned up by the time this comes out. Uh, I don't think that one had a release date as far as I remember, but I would assume that will also... Come out this fall so we'll see that game was cool i didn't end up beating it but it was like a weirdly full-fledged game for being a 3ds game the th- was
1: the third one better though would you oh said? yeah
0: worlds okay. better the first one was better too it's it's one of those things where like now it'll be cool that you could have all three luigi's mansions on switch right uh because they also announced that remaster of the first one a while ago um So yeah, I that that's cool. That game was cool. It seemed like it. I remember people like saying it was like weirdly difficult. Oh, interesting. Um, so there's that. But yeah, Mario stuff. And then uh, they showed and released uh, Mario Sparks of Hope DLC. Still not the Rayman stuff that they had talked about before. It's like basically like one of the planets in the game, but another one. Like, they just, like, made a new planet, and it looks like it's weird, like, tribal people on, like, a forest planet or something. Uh, yeah, because, it, like, each planet before focused on one of the... What the fuck were they called? Spark Hunters? Yes. This the, this yes. this there's a, this is another Spark Hunter. It's called, like, The Last Spark Hunter, I think, literally. Um, and it is out now. I've not really looked up any impressions or anything, but I would bet that... Those other worlds were pretty cool and of a certain quality. I bet it's the same, just another one of those. So if you want more of
1: this, go for it. I don't think I want more. I think I don't. I want less, in fact. Uh, I enjoyed that game, but I don't want more of it right now. Yeah, no,
0: I did like that game, but the first one I liked a whole lot more, and I I still don't really truly know why that is
1: yeah because like in a lot of ways the second one was a better game
0: yeah like the way you could customize everything more and like i use just like more sh- of what you wanted i don't know
1: i like the structure of the first one more
0: yeah you, i think that's probably true yeah
1: where you were just kind of like here's like a gauntlet and you have to get through that gauntlet i don't know there was something fun about that yeah
0: um, and then one of the few non-Nintendo games I put on here, um, Dragon Quest Monsters is basically like the Dragon Quest version of Pokemon, where you collect the monsters of Dragon Quest and make them fight for you Pokemon trainer style. Uh, one of the main tenets of it, though, is that they do not follow your commands. You like give them basic commands and then they play out the battle on their own. Uh, As a kid, I loved those games. Like the Game Boy Color, there were two versions. It was like Kobe and Terra, and I had Terra because it was the easier one to find. Uh, Those games rule, and they kept making them. They brought them back on the 3DS, but I never ended up buying any of those ones. But by all accounts, people said those were really good. This is a new one of those that weirdly comes out December 1st which is a weird release time, but uh Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince, December 1st, looks like a Dragon Quest Monsters game. Um, then they showed Pikmin 4, which continues to look so sick. Uh, it's still coming out July 21st. There is now a demo out. So if anyone is like, whoa, I don't know about Pikmin. Should I try this? Sh- sure, there's a demo. Go, go wild. The thing that I think is cool about this is, uh Pikmin 1 through 3 you don't you only play during the daytime um because at night the planet's become hostile so like it's like timed for the day and then you like put all the pikmin back to the ship and then it flies away for the night the main hook of Pikmin 4 other than there being a cute little dog is that uh you now will like be on the planet at night also and you'll have to like actually fight the enemies uh at night and there will be certain things you can only do at night. Uh they also are adding a new type of pikmin which is like this weird glow kind to like fuck up night enemies with light, I guess. Um but yeah, it looks cool. It looks like a fully fledged game. I Pikmin 3 was a really great game and I loved it, but it um yeah, I don't know. It was one of those things where it was like how do they continue this formula? without it being like stale for a third time, because there's only so many like new Pikmin types you can add before it's like, ah, I don't really know
1: what we're well, doing. And it, 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 it's a weird style of game as well. Right. I mean, it's unique in a way. It's like sort of like an RTS. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Pikmin's really weird, but I love it. Um, They also, along with this, announced that Pikmin 1 and 2 are now remastered on the Switch, digital only. So you can go buy Pikmin 1 and 2 for like 20 bucks, I think. Um, But yeah, Pikmin 4 looks really cool. It's interesting. Um, They showed a really high-res Game Boy Advance SP that the Pikmin were collecting uh, you they didn't show this in this trailer but it was on their Twitter because they do that weird stuff sometimes but you make your character in this game it's not like Olimar or Louie or oh, whoever the three characters were in the third one you like get like a basic character customizer to make a goofy looking little astronaut guy uh, so that that's cool I'm still looking forward to that that's probably actually the next game I will buy I think I don't think there's anything. Um, and then Vampire Survivors coming to Switch August seventeenth. I just threw that on there because why the fuck not? You know, I, I, everybody chance, play it. Get
1: it. Any chance we have to talk about Vampire Survivors? Yeah. yeah. He, he, now Nukio knows our friend Nukio. He, he Nukio. finally has discovered why we I were know. reading about that so
0: much. I he recently, so that's good. Uh, and then I wrote down Pigeon Rhythm Battle Royale question mark because that was a really weird thing that i did not understand uh they talked about wave five of the mario kart dlc which is coming this summer quote unquote but they still didn't give a time uh like the previous dlc where they added yoshi's island as a brand new course there's a brand new course in this wave uh where you race inside a bathroom but you are like honey i shrunk the kids small (laughs) I liked it. The course looks sick. I I am not. Yeah, it looks really sick. Uh, And they kept their promise of adding uh, returning Mario Kart characters. So, Petey Piranha, Kamek, who was going to be in Mario Kart 64, but was cut at the last minute. Uh, And Wiggler returns from the worst Mario Kart double dash. Uh, That's fine. It was really funny because it was Wednesday and it brought back the old Wiggler Wednesday tweet. OK, great. Uh, for when Nintendo accidentally tweeted out Wiggler Wednesday and oh, then had no, to delete it no. and retweet it. What oh, a classic. No. But that, that, oh, no. and it's like a plushie of Luigi riding a plushie of Wiggler. But yeah, w- Wiggler Wednesday lives on in our hearts. You can find that tweet if you want. There's pictures of it everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, there's three characters. I can't remember how many more circles there were. Three? was there another three with only two i don't know anyways there will be at least one or two more characters in the final wave of wave six but cool we're getting a new bathroom course and those three characters uh this next one only for me and nukio the second star ocean game the second story uh is being remastered in a really fucking cool way it comes out november 2nd it like I don't know how to describe it. They like redid all the sprites in HD. So it like really super pops out of the backgrounds and it just looks really cool. I probably will not be purchasing this because I already own Star Ocean, the second story, several ways. But uh, I bet Nukio will. I bet he will like it. Uh, And then I was very excited when they said, hey, who wants a new WarioWare? And uh, that's coming out. WarioWare Move It november 3rd you have to make a bunch of dumb fucking motions with your body uh i'm in can't wait for that uh, like flap my arms like a chicken and like jerk it and all the other fun things it looks like they want you to do are you happy about this yeah like, the, is...
1: the wii one was actually really good okay i was just wondering if like this is like the WarioWare type game or if you're a little disappointed
0: no it's ex- it's exactly like the wii one and it's one of those okay. things where like normally it would be like oh really why are they doing this but because the micro games are like two seconds it's just like funny and like they lean into the joke as opposed to being like this is our serious mini game collection okay uh so it's like warrior you know like you'll have to like punch him out his teeth out and shit by moving the the joy cons it'll probably be fun and they're also making it more into like a multiplayer like party style game so i can see that being pretty fun uh yeah i'm excited about that and then their final one which is almost certainly the entire reason they had this fucking nintendo direct is we finally get a new mario game and it is not the 3d game that people have been craving but a 2d side-scrolling mario game called super mario brothers wonder and for the first time ever on october 20th you playing as Mario can eat psychedelics and trip out of your mind and turn into an elephant. Uh, I don't know how to describe this game other than thank God the new quote unquote style is dead. Get that shit out of my video games forever. New Super Mario Brothers. No offense against that game, but like they were good two D side scrolling Mario games, but they had no style at Mm. all. They like looked so generic. It was like they just made the original games, but I don't know. There was no style. And yes, this game looks wild. The art style is sick. And they did the thing that a lot of animation studios do now where like Mar it's not like just a side view of Mario. Like it was in the previous ones. It is like, he's like sort of tilt shifted so you can see his face which allows him to like make sick facial animations and like react to stuff that's happening on the screen um and yeah it looks really cool like you pick up these wonder shrooms or whatever they are and it like fucks with the level like in at one point it makes the pipes he's on like start like moving all around and like shooting water there was one where he gets like freakishly tall he uh, turned into an elephant. He turned I into remember. an elephant. Yeah, and that rules Elephant Mario, um, which they also were really keen to let us know that you can play as Daisy. Uh, mm-hmm. So I tweeted at Nintendo, and I said, show us Elephant Daisy, you cowards. Uh, they did not respond to my... Uh, wow request for that but yeah it's it's like a lot of the newer mario uh games where you can play as mario luigi peach toad and i guess now daisy which uh i would assume it's like 3d world where you eventually unlock rosalina as well maybe but yeah it looks really cool and i i am excited to see them finally break free of that uh the like weird 2d style they had been using for way too long like that started on the
1: ds i was gonna say wasn't the first one ds
0: (laughs) yeah that that ds game like was fine at the time but then when they kept doing it on the wii and the wii u and all these other ones it was like all right i've seen enough of this one and the WAs and shit like Mm -hmm. let's move on and we have so I was very excited about this. I think this game looks sick. Um, I just like 2D platformers in general, but...
1: Yeah. I know. We're we're starting to see some really, like, like AAA 2D platformers again. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, but I, I think the thing that excited me about this one the most, though, was that it just it looked really fun, and, like, it because of, like, the wonder aspect of it, it looks like Nintendo is, like, playing around a lot with that and able to have a lot of fun with it and give it some pizzazz.
1: I th- I'm starting to wonder if, like, we're finally starting to see the younger start to actually have way more influence in nintendo you know the the older generation is retiring and they're kind of getting out and the new guys are starting to take over because like this just seems like like they're going in a completely different direction with you know mario
0: yeah i bet they also started to see diminishing returns each time Mm. they put out a new super mario brothers game
1: that's probably true
0: Because, like, well, then they also were, like, re-releasing the Wii U ones on the Switch, you know what I mean? So it's like, whatever. But it looks pretty cool. And it has, like, a similar, like, weird coin mechanics as Yoshi's Island. Like, it looks like you got to collect five huge purple coins per stage, which, you know, unlocks stuff in most of those games and adds extra challenge if you want to look for it
1: well i mean sup- that was super uh mario 3d world you had to collect the three
0: yeah yeah but it, it looks like it's five coins like it was right, in yoshi's right. island and they're comically large like they are in yoshi's island also so uh yeah that game looked really cool on october 20th so like N- nintendo always does this where everybody's like hey what the fuck is your fall release slate and then they throw it all at you at once and say haha mm-hmm. dumbass November 17th, October 20th, November 3rd, October 6th, October 6th, Mario Kart time, whenever the fuck that is. Like you best figure that shit out. Like, okay. Yeah, so I I was glad they did that. I do still feel like, you know, they kind of had to pad this one out with some weird bullshit to make it feel like a 40-minute direct was worth the time for them or whatever, but i i liked the stuff we talked about i i think a lot of it looks really neat i will probably mm-hmm. actually buy a lot of nintendo's first party stuff personally so yeah
1: did i i didn't pay attention at all how did the internet feel about this were they pretty uh i real, guess i
0: wasn't paying attention really mm-hmm. either i mm-hmm. saw people being very excited about super mario rpg and they were all people who are our age or older sure so it was just mainly who i follow on twitter so like it was, like, comedians in their, like, early 40s being like, fuck yes! And shit like sure. that, which, like, I'm here for that. Uh, sure. And I also, I saw a lot of animators, like, talking about Super Mario Brothers Wonder and, like, why mm-hmm. it is really cool looking. So, yeah, I, the stuff I saw was positive, but I'm sure there were yeah. people out there who were like, vampire survivors already exist, shut the fuck up. And mm-hmm. it's like, all right, listen, man, they got to show something. Sure. Chill. It's getting a. It's getting a fucking TV show.
1: Of course it is. <laughs> of
0: course. It I'll is. watch the Vampire Survivors TV show.
1: Oh boy. I, I mean, I uh, guess you can uh, do whatever you want with it. Like, I can't remember
0: when that's coming out, but I hope it's uh, basically just a vehicle for them to make fun of Castlevania.
1: Okay. Like I,
0: cool. I hope it's just like Castlevania, but funny. You know. Right. Because the Castlevania anime on Netflix is like <laughs> the most serious shit ever. With like tons of murder and everyone is like super dire about everything. I would like it to be that, but hilarious instead.
1: Fair enough. Is but... what I
0: what I hope it is. But who knows? I I didn't look enough into that. You know,
1: I I didn't even know it existed until now. So can't but... be as bad as the
0: twisted metal show. So
1: <sighs> that looks bad. That looks real bad. <laughs>
0: Um and with that we can get into uh
1: what we have been playing and you have played a lot of things. Uh yeah, I've I feel like I've been just kind of lost and like I I've been trying to just find games that are kind of like speaking to me right now. And for whatever reason, I keep starting up Star Wars and then I'm like, I recognize this is a really good game, but I just don't want to play it right now. Okay. I think I just kinda of, like I, I realize now what I want is I just want games where I can just kind of shut my brain off and just kind of have fun yes uh so that is why like i've been playing diablo and having a great time with that i don't really have a lot more to add i mean i'm playing as a barbarian and i'm just kind of like killing things getting loot gaining experience i i love the skill tree i know you just picked it up manny yeah um the one advice piece of advice i can give is just like like don't get stuck on a build you can easily respect like just keep respecting and just like because like there are so many fun like builds and just different ways you can kind of build out your character so I, that's what i've been kind of doing throughout my time is i probably respect all my skills multiple times just to try different things
0: yeah i waffled between picking a druid or a rogue but then i was mm-hmm. like oh, i pick rogues in every fucking fantasy thing so i picked a druid and that seems really cool and then oh that was a news thing actually Baldur's gate's release date moved up a month oh so now instead of coming out at the beginning of september it comes out at the beginning of uh, august but not for ps5 the ps5 version seems like it still comes out at the beginning of september and they've also been out there saying like they're having a really fucking hard time getting it on xbox and they're working with microsoft to like make it work and it's because of the series s specifically Uh, is causing those issues um but they're working with Microsoft to do it and they really want to. But I was like, I'll pick a rogue in Baldur's gate. So like, might as well have this other thing that I probably will play for 1200 hours, be something different. Mm, that makes sense. But who knows? Maybe I'll, the, the game wants you. Diablo wants you to make multiple characters. That's so like, I don't know, whatever.
1: Yep. Right now I'm just, I'm rocking the barbarian. I'm having a lot of fun going with a uh, more of a bleed build.
0: Yeah, I am a, uh i am a druid and i am i went the werewolf route and i am doing poison with my werewolf. so
1: i that sounds like fun too I, i'm yeah if i have time i could see myself doing another character yeah i was expecting it to be
0: bleed but then they were like nah it's claws poison and i was like all right i'll pick that whatever <laughs> that's yeah, that's fun. Fun. yeah that's fine yeah that's fine so yeah i i've only played like an hour or hour and a half of diablo today but i did
1: i did like it so it's it's a really good one of those type of games it sure is um and then i did finish up resident evil 4 finally Mm -hmm. for my fourth playthrough fourth playthrough it was on the hard difficulty and manny let me tell you it was very difficult at times especially (laughs) that um especially the krauser fight oh that was a tough fight oh this sorry what difficulty are you playing diablo on i'm playing on the second one i'm playing on tier one right now okay i picked that
0: two and i i okay i was gonna ask you if you were playing on tier two is it like that much harder i you can switch it any time i guess i'll just figure it out
1: i messed around with it for a little bit and i kept dying in tier two so i was like i'll just uh play through tier one apparently it uh And if you're playing like early on, like your first playthrough, the game caps at level 50 for the enemies. So they stop scaling with you. Oh. So, like, I'm getting pretty close to hitting 50. And I'm, I don't, I think I'll get 50 before the end of the game. So, if I'm finding I'm just kind of obliterating enemies, I might switch it to tier two to like finish up the game but at this point i've been playing through most of it tier one okay that's fair i'm not like a
0: diablo aficionado so i don't know how you unlock the other tiers but i think
1: oh you have to beat the game oh okay okay and then i think at that point you unlock tier three and then you may have to beat it on tier three to get four i know
0: you have to like do stuff to get for tier four and five like do some specific dungeons or something but okay i was just wondering if you're playing on tier two but no yeah, I'm, I'm just I am two two as one. well so okay uh, but yeah Resident Evil difficult
1: uh, very difficult yeah
0: um,
1: I also made it a little more difficult because I kept hoarding all my my best ammo uh, for the final fight uh, yeah and like looking back I should have been using it more for Krauser because I think Krauser is a way harder fight it's probably true because um, I'd be oh my god I obliterated Sadler <laughs> <laughs> but I had like I had like twenty bullets of the like twenty magnum bullets. Oh yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, so it was just like obliteration. It was it was fun though. I felt good to just obliterate it. Nice, uh, but I think I'm done for Resident Evil for a while. I would hope so. <laughs> but I I gotta say, Manny, the fact that uh, Dead Space and Diab or Dead Space and Resident Evil both came out like I would say they're probably two of my like top 20 games of all time. And they just had come out like recently. I like, oh man, they're just such fantastic games. Very nice. Uh, So, but as I said, done with resident evil four. And then I've just been kind of bouncing around, just trying to like figure out what else I want to play. And then I finally have settled on far cry three because once I see I said, I just want to like shut my brain off and just kind of play. Something and like Far Cry is perfect for that. I never finished Far Cry 3. So I, I got the, uh, the the PS5 version of Far Cry 3. I, I downloaded that. And then I was like, I kind of want to play a Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, so I'm playing a Crack in Time, which is the second one on the PS3. Um, and once again, I think that's just like exactly what I needed. Because I just don't want to like pay attention to a story right now. And I you don't really have to do that with any of the games I'm playing.
0: No, but a Crackin' Time story is very
1: good. No, I. But it's not like something like heavy. It's no, just like no. A, it's just a fun story, and that—that's kind of what I was looking for. I just kind of want to have fun right now. So, uh, I will say I've only played about an hour of a Crackin' Time last night, mm-hmm. but I'm—I'm I'm surprised at how much more of a platformer it is than like compared to a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, at least early on it's been primarily a 3D platformer. I would say very little shooting has happened so far.
0: So. Man, a Crack in Time was the first one I played myself cuz before that I had watched my brother play
1: them all. Oh, okay. God, I love that game. It it, it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I I liked it a lot.
1: Uh, that is one thing about Ratchet and Clank. It does seem like the series was consistently like good to great. Mhm. Uh so uh no and then far cry 3 as i said it's more far cry i i, I don't know if i need to really say a lot about far cry 3 what? Voss is crazy uh sure paper, is. Plane, paper planes happens at one point <laughs> oh i forget
0: about paper planes that's paper a, planes. that's a song holy shit <laughs> uh
1: m.i.a yeah. but anyway manny i want to do we want the spiciness right off well the so bat, i'm just gonna go i'm just that? gonna
0: go in order which weirdly okay, is reverse okay, okay. order of the way i have them listed here i i don't know if i i don't even remember if we ended up talking about it but i beat street fighter six's world tour mode several weeks ago i beat it like that first weekend
1: basically i uh, think you mentioned that last podcast yeah and
0: like that's whatever but i i got way into playing street fighter six online so i did 900 matches with our friend nukio and i did a bunch with his cousin and now i have done some with you as well and we've decided Mm -hmm. to try to have a night each week where we get together for a bit and play which i really like um i i started at rookie when i ranked in because the game was like wow you suck i got up to gold so i am like probably right about where my actual skill level is. I don't know how much I'll be able to climb unless I like truly get a lot better with Jamie now, but it is at least very cool that I got there. I played a shitload to get there. I completed the battle pass, so now I can afford the next one when it starts in a week or two uh, and not have to pay for it cuz you get the currency back that you paid. So I got $5 worth of fight coins or whatever the fuck it is. Um but I I love that game and I've been watching Tons of it. I watched CEO and was texting Nukio for all of that top eight. Uh I did not finish watching the Red Bull Kumite today. Um, but I'm curious to go back and watch that. I watched the Last Chance qualifiers and it's so depressing because, like, for a lot of the Red Bull Kumites, they do them in specific countries. And, like, usually for the last chance qualifiers, people give the people of that country a chance so that they don't just, like, right. have a bunch of people. Literally, it was all people from South Africa where it is. One fucking British person and one Japanese person, and the Japanese person beat the British person in the finals to qualify. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and I think the Japanese person actually was in, like, at least the top four uh, in the end of the kumite but they picked really weird people for this one because like some of them do play fighting games but not street fighter like Arslan oh. ash who's one of the world's best tekken players they invited and like he had been playing street fighter but it's like is he has a high level as most of these other people probably not and like leffen was there the smash player and he's like gotten way more into fighting games his smash has kind of waned and he really is a dickhead and competitive in the same way he was in those other things. But like, is he on the same level as Justin Wong? Like, Mm, nah, I, I guess people are saying he was doing really well in the casuals, but I did not see him play in the actual thing. So I don't know. But yeah, even like Justin was one of the weaker people they invited. You know what I mean? Oh, well, because he, he's, I feel like Justin is like mostly washed now. I know, I know that's mean to say, but like he plays Cammy, and the other person who plays Cami at a high level is punk and punk can destroy him. So yeah, like, which I
1: mean, Justin is also what, like forties.
0: Yeah. And he has a kid, you know, right. like same, same type of deal. So it's like, he's just not as good as a lot of these other people that they invited. Like Mr. Crimson right. plays Dalsum. He's the number one ranked player online. He has over a hundred thousand points. Like, Mm -hmm. you know that justin doesn't play as much that kind of thing so it's like hard for him to keep up in a lot of the newer games i feel but he still does very well i can't remember what it was at ceo he was in like the top eight i believe on loser's side so like he's still up there
1: but no but i mean he's not like top two one of the best no yeah it was
0: i thought it was funny it was an invitational they did not invite punk so So he was uh, watching it on his stream, and that was that was great. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm excited to watch those. I like Street Fighter VI a lot. I've been watching a ton of it. So there's that. Um, and then, because Final Fantasy XVI was going to come out on June 22nd, I had to beat Tears of the Kingdom, which I did. And it is one of the best video game endings of all time to me from the time you enter the final boss room to the time that the credits start i was hype as fuck the entire time i oh my god when we do game of the year i don't know that nukia will have beaten 10 games he's beaten at least two that i know of because he beat tears of the kingdom and well he will beat 16 he's like right near the end uh from what we were talking about earlier but i will have to talk with him about some moments at the end of tears of the kingdom because like holy fuck they really got me good i like zelda and i like that game a lot um so yeah i was tears of the kingdom is one of those weird games like i feel like i could just go boot it up now and just like play for hours still right because i only finished like 40% of the game it told me or something Uh, so there's still a lot out there for me to do but it's one of those things where like I can just get so sucked into it and like I was weirdly invested in their kind of nonsensical story Uh, but it ended up coming together man what a cool fucking plot what a cool game Uh, so yeah I beat that like I think it was June 19th so just a couple days before Final Fantasy 16 and then I beat Final Fantasy 16 today so it took me like a weekish to beat it. I think I ended it like 45 46 hours and that was with having completed every side quest in the game and doing every side hunt. And I don't I don't even know what I would rate Final Fantasy 16. Interesting. I think it is a great game, but it has a lot of things in it that I do not like for example a lot of people online if you look at people who really don't like this game it is mostly people who are butt hurt that it is not a turn-based final fantasy game i do not care about that i just want them to make a good fucking video game and if they can do it as an action game please do and they have i think that the best part of this game is its combat Because they got fight designers and stuff from Devil May Cry and Dragon's Dogma, and like this game has pedigree behind the people who were making its battle system, and it lives up to that. You get the powers of the icons and at first it seems really simple. And I think this is the sign of a really good action game, is that you can just do the simple stuff to get through this game, but I wanted to make the battles more complicated because it felt cool and better to integrate more stuff into my game plan. Like you could just mash the basic attack four hit combo and then do a special move if you wanted. But like, also it's cool to like change around and like do aerial combos and like fucking do sick counters and shit. Um, And so like that part of the game, top notch, The part that I did not like very much was the story, and it is because when they said they took inspiration from Game of Thrones, like, they were not fucking around with you. Uh, I do think that the best part of the story is the prologue, which is the demo. Oh, because okay. it feels like it is very contained and like they were trying to tell a very specific story. And then once you get past that point, they open it up to like all the Game of Thronesification, where it's like, oh, there's 12,000 kingdoms and like 50,000 people to keep track of. And like, why is this person upset with this person? And like, blah, 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 blah. Who's in power here and who's in power here? And they go to all this trouble. And they invent a system called active time lore where like if any at any time in a cutscene, you're like, who the fuck is this? You can pause it, hit the active time lore, and it will have the key members of each cutscene and how they relate to each other, which I think is a really neat feature that more games should have because it works really well to keep you invested in what's going on. But then it pulls a bait and switch where like none of that shit matters at all, ever. Like, you learn about all these things and, like, all these people, and it just... At a certain point in the story, it doesn't matter at all. Interesting. What matters is that you are Clive, and you are trying to save the world, quote-unquote. And there is a certain point, probably, like, halfway through, where it just stops being a Game of Thrones game and converts totally to a Final Fantasy story. And, like... Why the fuck did you set up all that stuff in the beginning then? Like, I I would just say exactly what it's about, but it, the game's not even two weeks old, so I can't. Sure. But it's just one of those things where it's like, what the fuck were we doing? Why did you set up all this stuff and, like, make all these characters to then just be like, ah, whatever. You guys played Final Fantasy? <laughs> like, that. that's fine. at a, At a certain point, it just, like, it feels so bizarre to me to, like, invest all this time and effort in all of this stuff, setting up the world and doing all these other things to
1: just be like, ah, well that doesn't really matter very much in the end. Uh, God, like this makes me go like, if I play this, like, do I even pay attention to the story then? I don't know. Like I, and what I think is crazy is like, they develop so
0: much lore. Like there is so much backstory to all these kingdoms that I think is like really cool and well set up, but in the grand scheme of things, not a single bit of it matters at all that's and, what it like and yeah, so it's that's... like you it's like you get invested and i know there are people who got invested and are like super into it and i'm sure there'll be all kinds of weird lore videos but it's just like i don't know it just feels so secondary to the experience i had while playing an action video game that it like is bizarre
1: yeah that's see huh um so... which story do you think is like do you think 15 or this story is worse
0: uh 15s is worse 15s is unfinished though so like i i don't necessarily think this is even a bad story it's just like fine Mm. it's just that like it could have been a great story but then they like didn't know what to do with it or like just dropped it it's very weird and the other part of it is a lot of the cutscenes i found to be super boring as hell where it's just like Oh, here's a five minute cutscene of like these people talking about how all these kingdoms relate to each other and blah, 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 blah. And then in the end, it's just like, I don't know, go kill a guy. So it's like, why did we talk about this? Uh, and so I found myself like in a lot of the cutscenes with my eyes just like glazing over, being like, uh, action combat, let me back in. Uh, but then there are the cutscenes that are maybe some of the greatest cutscenes I've ever seen in my entire fucking life, and that okay. is the icon battles where, like, Clive, the main character, is Efre, and you fight other Final Fantasy summons. They are incredible looking. On a level that I can't even describe like when they showed them in the trailers you're like oh whatever like that looks cool when you are experiencing them it is fucking wild as hell and it looks incredible and they are super fun and cool and it's just like why isn't this the game to me like I was just like this is what I'm here for at this moment these scenes are so cool and then for some reason in the second half of the game they just stopped having those scenes mostly and i was just like in what world is a boss i fought in the middle of the game way cooler than the final boss oh that's disappointing like what the fuck the final boss was pretty cool, but it was not as good. But there, like everything before that, like leading up to the final boss, there's just like a dozen or so hours where like there is no really cool shit going on. Mm. Very weird. Um, and my my main critique of this game is that they did not go far enough in making it an action game. And what I mean by that is like, I love the combat. It's super sick. They give you like a basic amount of abilities and like you have to figure out what to do with those, but they still tried to retain at its core that it is an RPG. And I think that was a mistake because in RPGs, like you equip a sword and like it makes a big difference when you have a way better sword. Right. In this game, like you barely notice the difference between sword to sword. It's like, oh, it gives me five more attack. What the fuck does that mean? It barely feels like it matters. And then you have two other equipment slots, which are your belt. And I don't even remember like boots or some shit. And they just give you slightly more defense. And so on their own, that doesn't matter that much. You're like, okay, well then I just don't really have to engage with the system. The part where it really brings me down is like, you, a lot of this game is very linear which makes sense for an action game. But when there are the more open sections and branching paths in an RPG, you want to go check out those branching paths because you're like, Ooh, there's a cool new item that will like upgrade me. And it'll be worth my time. Never once in this game, never ever. Is there a chest that you will go out of your way to find that is worth a shit? It will always either have some crafting materials that you can find in excess or like two gill. And when I say two gill, I'm not fucking around. There were some pathways where I got to the end and it was just a shiny spot on the ground and I got two gill. At the end of this game, I had 600,000 gill. What the fuck Mm. do I need two gill for? (laughs) So it's just one of those things where it's, like, because it's just an action game, but they tried to keep, like, the RPG-style elements of, like, finding chests and stuff. It just makes that whole part seem so half-assed.
1: Yeah, because, like devil may cry or even like bayonetta there's not a ton of chests but when you do find one it's usually something substantial yeah or like it's like
0: oh this gives me a new ability or like allows me to like resurrect or like do something and like don't get me wrong sometimes there are potions but you can just buy as many potions as you want it's not like devil may cry or bayonetta where like you know they would increase in price over time or whatever sometimes because they don't
1: want you just have unlimited healing this isn't like that this game doesn't give a fuck well what i'm saying is like they could have kept some of those like rpg elements but maybe gone even more in like the devil may cry aspect instead of like trying to keep it final fantasy
0: yeah and Mm -hmm. so like that it just feels like it it did not do that at all so it's just one of those things where it's like sometimes there we made these huge worlds to explore and my question is just like but why did we do that though (laughs) because like you made all of this stuff like i you go over here and you're like okay well i'm over here but like (laughs) why is why did why is this over here um and so it's just one of those things where it's like i i feel like the next one 17 could fucking rule because i i feel like it's the third times the charm situation where like 15 they wanted to make an action but they kept it just turn-based enough that it felt awful to me and then 16 they were like oh all action okay oh shit, but we forgot to remove the remaining RPG elements or at least transition them into something that works better in an action game. So I feel like 17, if they continue the action game path, they could get it. And it could be wicked sick.
1: Have they ever made like a Devil May Cry type of style game?
0: No, I mean, there are people out there who would argue with you that Kingdom Hearts 2 has that level of depth, but I am not that person. So I don't know.
1: Cause like I'm even thinking like Cause like Konami even did like Metal Gear Oh uh, yeah I, I was just trying to think like has Final Or not Final Fantasy but has like Square Enix ever Do they have like any version of that Or is this like the closest
0: I, This is probably the closest that I can think of I mean like I guess I don't know what Strangers in Paradise Is like I don't know if that's more like Dark Souls or if it is just like a pure action game Uh but either way, I I don't know this game. I feel very conflicted about because Mm -hmm. it has really high highs for me and really low lows. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I just, it's very weird because while I was in combat, I was having a great time and Mm -hmm. like, you can like do combos with your dog and shit. And like, that's so cool. Also, there's a dog. I love Torkoal. He's there. He's a dog. Um, And yeah, I don't know. It just has a lot of like weird RPG DNA in it that I feel like doesn't work with the action elements they have put in. Uh, For example, I, I didn't really grow to care about any of the characters. And the reason that you do in most rpgs is because you have these characters with you over the course of like a 40 to 70 hour game and like they're in your party and you tell them to do stuff this like there are people that come with you but like they're just like sort of there and like the only character you really have any control over other than when your dog will bite a guy is clive the main character and that makes sense because it's an action game but like then don't like try to make me care about all these characters that i barely learn anything about do we, did you eventually care about Clive? Uh, I mean, like, sort of. So not really. Not really. He's a fine character. He's just not sure. my jam. I But there are tons of people who super like Clive, though. And there is a character, Sid, in this game, who I love. He is the best character in this game. I cannot tell you why I hate every review of this game that talks about Sid. It's it drives me insane anyways there's a really cool character sid there is also a reason why this game is dumb so i just fucking man i can't believe some of the choices these games make dude uh but yeah and like uh, clive's love interest jill she should be a really cool character but it's another instance of every fucking final fantasy game making the cool female characters do jack shit like, the coolest character in Final Fantasy 15 was Aranea, and they cut her from being a party member. And she, like, clearly was supposed to be, like, this huge character because she had all this awesome deep lore and was really cool. And they were like, nah, fuck it. And they, like, made Noctis' girlfriend do jack shit in the story, too, even though they built her up to be important. They did the same thing with all the lady characters in this game. And it was like, all right, well, Square has a problem with this. But also, just, I don't know. They just they're they're just there, I feel like a lot of the time, in a way that makes me not super excited. but mm. yeah, I don't know because i I do like playing this game, and I do think it has some really cool scenes. Uh, and like you can see the money. every fucking pixel of the money is there. It, the the scenes with the icons are so crazy that it's overheating people's PS5s like that's how it sick really? it looks wow. uh it's also probably because they don't clean out their fans or whatever and maybe they're really dusty mine never overheated um but it does get really hot for sure when it is uh playing Final Fantasy 16 so yeah and it looks incredible like i do truly believe that they finally realized like it looks like the Pre-rendered cutscenes from p s three Final Fantasy
1: now, but as the game does it? well, like, I didn't play it, but I know a lot of people were raving about Final Fantasy Seven remake. Didn't that look incredible? It did. Um, so this is even like a step above that, I think so. But
0: in Final Fantasy seven remake, it's weird because it's like in the cutscenes, I think they're able to do like some weird trickery to like make those character models like way higher res. In this, like the whole world is incredible looking. Um, like just everything at all times looks ridiculous. So, yeah, it's not so
1: okay. but well, I mean that's awesome. it is
0: they're... it is yeah. And like, like I said, I think a lot of people love this game. I, I've seen like nothing but positive things about this game mostly. Um, they also probably could have removed every fucking side quest from this game, and it would have been better off for it
1: but yeah i don't know i mean it's it sounds like it's a it's a great game or like somewhere between a good to great game. yeah well yeah we'll say it's somewhere between a good to great game in what is considered probably one of the greatest years of video games of all time we're only halfway through the year and it's been just incredible so far and it's i think it's going to continue that's going to continue for the rest yeah
0: and like i know that there are most people are probably way hotter on this game than me and i get that and i'm not trying to be like oh this game sucks shit it's just i because i did like a lot of it most of what i played it's just yeah there are very specific things that like i just don't like as a player but also i just feel like they could have gone more heavy on the just make this a fucking action game so sure I don't know. It I don't know where I'm going to land on it in the end when I keep thinking about it. Like I'm never going to be like 15 or it's like oh I fucking hate this. I actually it's really funny. All the reviews that hated the story like I did mentioned that they were like and then I just started a new game plus and I skipped all the cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> and like I thought about doing that, but I was like ah I should just play Diablo. <laughs> I have, to, I have to look it up. I guess when you do new game plus it like unlocks more abilities or something. So like you get more combat options, I think. Oh, that's cool. Um,
1: But yeah, I I am curious. I'm curious too. Because sometimes like when you play a game that like it rubs you the wrong way, you either like kind of focus on the parts that really annoy you. And, and like further down the line, you, you end up like liking it less. Or... Or you end up kind of forgetting about the the rougher edges, and you kind of start focusing more on the positive stuff. And it like it, it it's so weird because you never really know from game to game how you're gonna feel. So I am kind of curious how you're gonna end up like in like six months. Are you gonna kind of forget all the little nuances yeah. or are you gonna focus on that more?
0: Yeah, I just idea. Yeah, I don't know.
1: And I, I guess we'll we'll find out uh, in December if this makes your top ten list. Oh
0: man, I fuck i can't wait till nukio beats this game i just remembered something that happens at the very end of this game that i I laughed out loud i god damn it video games
1: video games sometimes dog (laughs) so what you're saying is probably not going to make your list of um top three moments of the year
0: absolutely not there are parts of this game that will i will say the ending of this game is not one of them but i now do you
1: think like there's a possibility that the the combat's so good that you're like this is top three like combat like best playing game type of thing uh yeah i guess it's really at this point it really depends how i
0: feel about games that are coming out later in the year i guess yeah
1: because like spider-man like I think we have a really good idea how that's going to play. I don't know how much they can change that at this point, you know? Yeah. Uh, not that I, I'm going to love it, but I don't know, like, is it going to have that same oomph and impact? Well, maybe for me, because it'll be on the PS5. Yeah. Because you played Miles Morales on the PS5. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that Final Fantasy
0: 16 is the second game ever, other than Miles Morales, that actually makes use of the hard drive to load the game very quickly. Oh. It, like, boots up in nine seconds from the cold thing. After nine seconds, you are just fucking in the game.
1: I was uh, dabbling with Bioshock 2, and that took, like, minutes to load in on my PS5.
0: Yeah. It's just because the games have to be programmed to use the hard drive. So, like, a Ratchet and Clank might do it. I guess I just never, like, I played that game so quick I didn't really ever exit. But Ratchet and Clank probably is that way, too. Uh, probably, Which, I mean, that would probably, make sense. Probably Returnal. God of War loaded kind of quick, but because it was also for PS4, it, like, wasn't, I don't know. I mean, so was Miles Morales, though, so, so I don't fucking know.
1: A Horizon was a pretty quick load as well. Yeah, but Final Fantasy is like
0: 9-10 seconds and you're just mm-hmm. in the game from a cold to open, which is nuts to me. So Yeah, that's crazy. It's, that was super cool to see. It is it is probably one of the first like true next gen looking games I've ever seen, I think, or like what I imagine oh. next gen games would look like.
1: Oh man. Yeah, cuz like we're not even close to like the end of this generation, the games are going to look fucking crazy, Yeah.
0: Man. Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah, the New Game Plus stuff is not as much as I thought it was, so I don't know what I'm
1: going to do. I'll probably just play Diablo. That's
0: probably true. But yeah, it's like it ups the level cap from 50 to 100. Like, what, do I just want to level up again? I don't know. Probably Maybe. Uh, yeah, so that's what I have. Uh, for the moment, I will be playing Diablo uh the remaster of ghost trick came out but i wanted to wait to play that until i can really sit down and get into a narrative story so
1: yeah i think your uh july is gonna be pretty busy isn't it
0: yeah because i will be moving into a new home and Mm -hmm. uh pikmin so yeah, but we'll see. Um, I'm curious to see what you were playing after next week because you're just trying to find stuff. I'd, will you still be playing Far Cry 3, do you think?
1: I hope so. I'd like to try to finish it this time. Hmm. And Wretch and Clank, you know, that's going to take me like 10 hours. Yeah, so
0: yeah, it's not super long. So,
1: And I, I'm hoping I'll be done with Diablo by the end of next week. I'm, when I say done with Diablo, I don't mean like stop playing it, but I've at least like f- finished my first playthrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: so then he can go run dungeons as god intended
1: yes exactly
0: uh all right but yeah that'll do it for this week's podcast as always the theme song is sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. they're an excellent chiptune band you should check them out and we will be back in two weeks peace out